To yet another edition of the Elite City Podcast. Um, some breaking news, kinda, sorta. Um, CM Punk's no longer employed by All Elite Wrestling, and it's obviously the news of the internet. But we're going to kind of break it down for you, give our opinions, and unfortunately, it's overshadowing all out. So we're going to hit that too. But uh, we also have Paul. Uh, fan of the show long time he waved even though it's just um <laughs> voice it's just, recording. Uh, it's just, it's just audio on just it. audio but uh, <laughs> yeah that took me by surprise I, uh, i'm bringing i'm bringing the video here too so i feel like i'm i'm bringing extra i'm pulling my weight more so that's true you really are yeah. um, also biddy is not is not with us today yes so. biddy is not with us today she wanted uh, she wanted to go through real glass and um <laughs> yeah we got in an argument backstage <laughs> night something she choked me out and uh oh. It's a whole oh, thing. Cry me a river. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's start right there. If that's what broke him, how broken of a human being is he? If so, if a grown man looks at a camera, not even you in the eye, and says, cry me a river, and you strangle them? Yeah, see, that's the <laughs> thing. There's an underlying that's, issue there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jack Perry was being a jerk doing that, obviously. Obviously. Um, but like we've talked a lot in the last like year about how we all thought this was a work or aspects right. of it were a work or aspects totally. of it weren't true. Um, and part of the reason why, at least personally for me, I thought that some of it was fake was because I didn't believe that like a man in his 40s <laughs> who's wrestled for 20 years could like right. be take everything so personally all the time. Like yes. it's so incredibly thin skinned that I thought he must be like this must be a heel act because yeah. How does he function in the world if, <laughs> like, I understand, like, I think it's that thing. I totally understand the things he, a lot of the things he's upset about. I get it. Right. Right. Yeah. That, like, I think he probably wasn't welcomed by everyone in the locker room. I think there is a divide in the locker room between the guys who've been there a long time and the WWE guys. I think there is a aspect of some of the younger guys may not listen to the veterans and the veterans feel like they're not getting enough respect. Like, I think those are all real things. Or potentially yes. real things. But you can't just be like punching people and strangling people be, <laughs> like when you're mad. Like you can't. Right. Like it's a it's a workplace. So I don't know. Right. Well, that's we always compare AEW to pro sports. And I if if this was a real pro sport, I hate to say because it's a real sport, these are athletes, but if this was a, a real competitive sport, we'll say you can overlook someone being a jerk in the locker room. Like, I mean, imagine we're all hockey fans. If Sidney Crosby had an ego the size of the earth, you would overlook that as a fan and as a teammate to be like, okay, because we are 3,000 times worse without him on our roster. So, right. you know, but I mean, wrestling is 
you know, a guy. I mean, I think, it, name, I think but... it was, I think it was Bubba Ray Dudley or brother, whatever his name is now, um, right. who, who said, uh, like, De- like Dennis Rodman is a good example. Like he, he made teams that he played on better, but he was also right. like a huge distraction and just generally chaotic. Right. So it is similar to that, but, but I mean, you can't be fighting people. Well, I don't know. That, and it's not a competitive sport. You're, you're yeah. literally at the, you know, uh, the guy writes your name down. You're the champion. Like, right. <laughs> yes, you're an athlete. Yes, you're right. in shape, but you're not going to overlook someone being a jerk. If there's, I don't want to say there's no competitiveness because there is competitiveness, but it's pro wrestling, not pro anything else. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, to act like that, like I said, there's something underlying somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Rick and I were, were, were messaging this weekend because I, I was in the middle of making dinner on Saturday when I saw the news. And I, I mean, I think I remember one of the last times I came on, we, we had that question whether or not this was a work. And right. my initial thought when this broke during all out was, well, OK, they've had there's allegedly that heat over the glass incident. And maybe they're leaning into this as. All right, here's some backstage stuff that's going to lead to a new feud or something. Right. And, and, and yeah, like I'm in this weird space where, um, you know, no, like you can't go around punching your coworkers, right? That doesn't, <laughs> it typically doesn't work. Um, but I also, I, I, I mean, it's a weird space too, because I, I feel like I do understand like everything that's come, like everything has been kind of repeated for about a year and a half, right? That he's not welcome in the locker room. Like he does have this, um, this chip on the shoulder. And apparently like some of the stuff that was happening prior to All Out or All In, was it All In or All Out? All In was the, the All, all in, in was when he got in a fight. So yeah, was, but he got in a fight at all out last year. Last year, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, I, I keep mixing them up. Um, yeah, he, he. I think we know he is. He has this reputation of being thin-skinned. He has this reputation of taking stuff too personally, and probably should let ninety percent of what gets him hurt go. Um, I just, I just think like it's also like it seemed like that locker room was just constantly poking the bear, and. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, I worry you. I, I, it seems like since I would say the last, even before the the brawl out, it it seemed like there was a giant section in that locker room just like angling to to get him out of there, and uh, you know, I'm not I'm not condoning it. Don't go around like choke choke holding your your fellow employees, but uh, what were they, what were we expecting to happen at this point? I mean, I, w- I was thinking recently about how, remember when, when he was hurt or suspended, whatever that was at the time, <laughs> and um, they went to Chicago and the young, and the elite had that trios match where the young bucks yes. just like mocked him for 25 minutes. And yes. at the time, I remember thinking like CM Punk has been unprofessional. Like when he called out Hangman Page, knowing Hangman Page wasn't going to come to the ring. Like that's a, a, a jerk thing to do. Mm-hmm. But like the Bucks, the way the Bucks acted in that match, if that's not a work, which it seems to have not have been at an, in any point, right. um, that's, yeah, you're just being a jerk to be a jerk. Like he's not there and you're just like, I know there's, you can get heel heat by acting like a jerk, mm-hmm. but it is kind of poking the bear. Like he's not there and you know that's going to make him mad. 
And if people are trying to to reconcile, like you're trying to everyone have have everyone work together, like you need to have everyone willing to work together. I don't think any of them are willing to work together. Like I don't think this could have been solved. No, and like it goes to. I don't want to like say like one side is more to blame than the other, right? Because I think that's well. I mean, like okay, don't again, don't punch your colleagues, but but it, it it seems like some of this just starts with like the professionalism of pro wrestling is if you're going to say something about me, meet with me beforehand, or if you say something, let's talk about it. If you've crossed a line, right? And and it seems. Like, what, what do you give somebody a chance to respond to anything? So it's like, you know, Punk is wrong for mentioning Hangman Page in that promo back in last, I don't know, last May, two Mays ago. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. And but then, like, you know, like, you're, you have a platform just to, like, make these, not necessarily heel heat things either. I think you're just, like, needling up somebody when they're down. Of course, they're going to retaliate. Um, I don't know. I, I guess for me, like the, the thing that I keep getting mad about is I, I don't think like Tony Khan has had any sort of like real role in this and has just been like, if what set Punk off was somebody saying something about workers' rights and this perception backstage that he got Colt Cabana demoted then stop, step in and say like that, you know, that was my call. And he lets the stuff kind of fester until it's irreconcilable. Yeah, know? I feel like that probably was. True. I think both sides were correct there. I think Punk saying, I didn't ask for Colt Cabana to be fired is probably true. Mm-hmm. And I think that Hangman and the Bucks and whoever thinking that Colt Cabana got fired because of Punk is probably also, I think it was Tony Khan. I think Tony yeah. Khan said, hey, I know these guys have a problem. And I don't want Punk and Colt to get in a fight backstage, so we're just going to let Colt go. Mm-hmm. But then he never, like, explained himself, apparently. It seemed like he never explained himself because they both were mad at each other. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I'm generally this, like, I have, I know this sucks all around. Totally, um, yeah. Because, like, when this, when he got fired on the weekend, you know, you think back to, like, two years ago when he debuted for AEW, and it was such a big moment <laughs> and, like, such a great story. And then, like, I was looking at his Instagram because I was like, oh, is he going to say anything about this? And, like, in August of 2022, he posted a, a, a thing, and I wrote it down. He wrote, one year ago began the best year of my professional career. Too many great moments, not enough space to, to post all the great pics. Rekindled passion, made new friends, re- reunited with old ones. Can't stop smiling. And then posted a bunch of photos of himself with a bunch of wrestlers backstage, like, including the Bucks and Moxley. And, and then, like, a month after that, he like was like was punching people and like like something something happened there. Yeah. And I don't I don't maybe he is just so incredibly thin skinned that had Adam Page cut that promo and he was just like, that's it. And like mm-hmm. like like the first eight months was everyone just like did whatever he wanted and treated him greatly and he was happy. And then as soon as there was a small problem, that was too much. I don't know. But it's weird that it went that fast. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking about like I don't know how I, I don't really go on Twitter much anymore, but I was like looking at his Twitter page. It's called X and, now. X, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called X. Um, but it was on his like his the same thing. I was on his Twitter page. Like if you look back, like when he's first hired at AEW, like he's posting 
um, like, oh, dynamite's happening this week, and here's what's happening on Rampage, and he's like super excited. And then I don't know, like I'm trying to think, like around the time he got injured, post the match with Hangman Page, um, and then it's off TV for a while, and then get, there's something that happens there. Yeah, yeah, just, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I agree with you, Rick. I think like in a way, it's. It, you know, you're happy, like, and everyone's treating you nice. And, you know, I am kind of turning in more into Jim Cornette as I get older. <laughs> and, you know, I was listening to his podcast the, the other day, and he's like, yeah, like, it's, it's, it all boils down to, in some ways, like, these guys set up this, this AEW, and you bring in somebody that has probably more name recognition than any of them except Jericho. And he's getting the push, he's getting the belt, he's getting... Um, you know, the promo time, he's like the face, like in essence, the face of the company. And I don't know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it just boils down to is like, again, that's pro wrestling too, right? No one likes right. the above, above them. And, and then you give them the power to um, be EVPs and you can make life miserable for somebody. Um, that, see that that's another thing I wanted to talk about. And I was I was talking to Blasco about this, just chatting mm-hmm. earlier about Kenny seems to be fine. Like, I don't think anyone has a problem with Kenny yeah, in general. Yeah. Um, but just the general idea of wrestlers being EVPs, I think it's a really bad idea. Yeah. But this is this is where we disagree. But I do agree that the Bucks dropped the ball here. Um, them as as evps it it doesn't bother me because tony khan is still booking like i they have a say they have a say in what they're doing and i'm sure more than the average person but still they're not gonna like be like oh we're winning everything and he's gonna right jericho has a say too and he's not an evp yeah but this this whole thing the 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 bucks made tony khan and the company look bad Probably with the Warner executives because the Warner executives don't care about Matt and Nick Jackson and the Tokyo Mm -hmm. Dome and this and that. They care about the boardroom and this, that, and the other. Now, if you're an EVP and the rumor going around is CM Punk tried to reach out to them via text, via this. I'm sorry, if you're in a position of power or or a leader of a team or something, you're going to deal with people that you don't like. If they reach out you do not ignore them. Yeah. And if Punk yeah. was doing that and just being ignored, I can see that. The other thing, they apparently had a quote unquote bury the hatchet meeting planned and everybody was going to be involved. Tony Khan was going to be there. The last minute they pull out, you don't do that as an executive. That looks so unprofessional. I don't care if the other person spit in your wife's face. You sit down and you do your job and then you can go and do about your business after that. But as an executive, you, again, they don't care about Matt Nick Jackson, the wrestler. Right. They, they needed to do more because in just in general, maybe, maybe they just hire a wrestler down the road that they don't like personally. They can't act this way. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's just the way it goes you you have to overlook everything and see both sides of every story mm-hmm. no matter what and they don't seem to be interested in that at all 
No, and it's you know, I've seen a lot of disingenuous arguments online the last couple of days where, and you had mentioned just a while ago, like this is pro sports, right? People, players get into right. fights all the time in pro right. sports, and it, like wrestling is in this weird space where it's it is sport, it is performance, it also is corporatized, and so I, I see people make this argument. Well, if you're you know, the executive and someone's tried to like throw a chair in your face, you're not going to have to deal with them. Like you just fire that person. Right. 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 Which, is, which is totally fair. But also like, I, I think wrestling is weird, right? It's like people do get into fights all the time and you do have to make do because it's about making the money in the arena with matches people want to see or, you know, coalescing some sort of agreement with people that have come up for the most part in a competitive, a competitive, uh, competitive sphere, right? Like it's like if you're in pro sports, at least you have a union to say like this is the base you're going yeah. to get. True. And I know like AEW has this 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 like we're an indie kind of PWG style like we you know work with committee, everyone works together, but like other people come from the competitive WWE style. Um, ranking structure now um, is that i mean obviously none of us have very many good things to say about vince mcmahon no. <laughs> but but is that like is the lack of a of quote-unquote vince mcmahon person like a person with his personality not to say that tony khan doesn't have his skills or his ability or whatever but like a person with his personality not the the you know the criminal side of his personality but the <laughs> management side of his personality which which criminal element because yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, more like, like like when, I, when i'm thinking of like sean and brett got yeah. into a, a fist fights backstage right. but then still went out and wrestled each other and that's basically because they were told they had to by vince mcmahon and they did um does tony Con if tony Khan's not willing to do that if, oh if that's not his personality maybe he doesn't have that sort of like mm -hmm. personality should there be someone who they can say, no, this person has the final say. And if he's telling you to work together, you have to work together or you're gone. But again, again, can you threaten the Bucks with that? Because they're EVPs. Well, I, I think we learned a little bit of his scheme or plan with his lawyer team that instantly investigated it. And I found out what cause meant. Like, if you're fired with cause, you basically have no no rebuttal you're right. there's the door don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out like right. yeah so if he has a team of lawyers at the ready like that i think that's his vince mcmahon like to just be like oh you want me to get the lawyers involved no okay sit down and shut up then but yeah i agree <laughs> and and i think the way he handled this last weekend i think this was really good i think it, for sure he let it go too far and he probably should have solved it like a year ago or more when the punk and hangman stuff all started. Um, but he wanted to keep, you know, punk happy. He wanted to keep the elite happy. He thought that, oh, let's just have them not interact with each other. They'll cool down. It'll be fine. That's, but like the way he handled this weekend was good. Like that's what he's supposed to do. And I think that also shows that the problem was dealt with and we're back to where we were two and a half years ago or a year yeah. and a half ago. Like, Everyone knew what the problem was. Nobody talked about it because 
again, you're going to set him off. You're going to, you know, you, you want your experience at dynamite or collision or wherever you are to be enjoyable. <laughs> so, you know, you got to walk around on eggshells. Everybody's not quoting quite themselves. So yeah, the problem was solved. And I personally think it's over. Like you said, everybody was in a very good mood. The pay-per-view went off without a hitch. It, but like what I there was an interview with Mark Henry on Fightful today. He was just like, well, is it gone? Because if it's gone, everyone should be happy now. Like if they're still not happy, like what if there's still like a an ex WWE guy split? You know, like and, and what, if it's, what if it's deeper than Punk? What if now they're going to be mad at I don't know Keith Lee or something, right? Just someone who came from WWE that they that they don't want on the show, right? Like is that a problem? Well, that goes yeah. back to them being professional. And if they're going to have a problem with anybody that they're not friends with, then when that EVP contract comes up, it doesn't get re-offered. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they just re-sign? Yeah, they did yeah. re-sign. I, I'm always under the impression they have two contracts. I don't know if that's true. Well, but... I mean, it's, it seemed like Punk had two contracts because when they fired him, they said, we've terminated his wrestling agreement and employment contract, which they're not employees. Right, right. They're independent contractors. Um, so they said so the fact maybe. that they spe- they said the fact that they specified wrestler agreement and employee contract was he something else? Probably a producer or, or something, a trainer, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, I don't know. I just I want to sound like I'm supporting Punk in this because, like, you like no, you can't have you can't be that upset all the time. You can't be fighting people backstage. You can't let right. every single thing get to you. Um, overall though, like what I, like punk is one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Right. Um, and what sucks is that there was so much promise when he showed up and now he won't be on TV anymore. I mean, he won't be on AEW anymore. Um, and he will, you won't get a, you know, a match with him and Kenny Omega or Malachi black, or he won't have another match with Danielson or Moxley, or like, he won't get to finish up the stuff with Ricky Starks, even though Danielson's done a good job of that. He won't get another chapter in that MJF feud, which was amazing. And that all kind of sucks. It does. And like, he should have been fired. I'm not saying he shouldn't have been <laughs> right. fired, but like, it just sucks that it got, you know, there's this clip of from like America's next top model or something of, I've only seen the gif of, of Tyra Banks yelling. Like we were all rooting for you and you let us down. Like, that's yeah. how I feel. Like we were all, we all wanted, everybody wanted this to work mm-hmm. and it right. didn't. And it makes me think that maybe everyone didn't want this to work. Right. Like I know as if you're the bucks, it sucks to go. Yeah. That guy threw a chair at me. And, but he's important to the company. We have to like talk to him. Like, I know that's hard. Yeah. But at the same time, you're there for a short amount of time to make as much money as possible. And like Paul said earlier, I mean, he was a ticket seller. I mean, Mm -hmm. if he announced he was putting on an indie show right now with 10 seats and they were $10,000 a piece, it would sell out in two seconds. Right. Yeah. Like he just has that type of, draw so it, the bucks almost from a business standpoint to to you know make it so they never have to work again you almost have to sign him if he's interested regardless right. on how you feel yeah I, I i keep thinking of that you know when he comes back for the first rampage right and i was like i was sort of in and out of wrestling at that point and like he drew me back in 2011 right like that. yeah yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I started watching. I I didn't watch yeah. WWE for years before, until he came back. Yeah, and like that, that that was the most happy I was as a wrestling fan. Like that entire like, you know, that that 
that that that feeling you know of, of watching that live and then yeah like it, it seems like it's just been a cluster of garbage since then and yeah I'll, like there's blame to go around across the board it's to me it's like you know but that promo where he cut is like i'm back in pro wrestling and and i don't i don't know i don't think i don't think he was wanting back and to me that's dumb that to me that's like i i why don't you want to make more money everybody <laughs> yeah you right. know yeah and and i think like again this is an ego-driven business it's yeah you can see it in all these different ways it's just this like you know uh, uh i wish that it had never gotten to this point and i think if you had somebody like a triple h or you had a vince mcmahon i can't believe i'm i'm giving them any credit whatsoever but here we are <laughs> yeah and like it doesn't get to this point and i mean there is that there is that rumor that he told i think i read today that he told off william regal when he was there saying mm -hmm. that you're a, a triple h stooge and i'll never trust you which yeah uh, yeah i get it but like if you're not listening to william Re like who are you going to listen to apparently he like the reason he got fired was because he like threatened tony khan like are you, if he was he just like unreasonable or was if they did if they had solved this a year ago like he got pushed too far and now he wasn't going to willing to talk to anybody but if they had solved it a year ago would he have been maybe I mean, I, I go back to Josh's point, like it, it, like, it's like, if you're the, like, if you're trying to reach out and you're trying to rectify stuff and you're hearing like the people that really make that decision want nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. I've canceled this trip. I mean, like, and they're, and they're EVPs of the company. Yeah. And like, you just see the writing on the wall and right. I'm like, screw it. I'm done. You know? Yeah. If what. Yeah. If they're not willing to try, why am I? You know? Yeah. I mean, that, it's overall, it's just generally, I find it just sad, like the whole thing. It is. And it, I, while you guys were talking, I just thought of this. <laughs> I wonder if everything went sour if he went in thinking, oh, I'm bigger than this. This is just a small company that I'm going to elevate because of me, me, me. Like if he just threw his ego around a little too much. Because of like you said, Paul, everybody in that business has an ego. So if he just came in and was like, Oh, your idea is great, but listen, I was in WWE world champion over here speaking. Come on, just settle down. Like if he did that big league people a couple of times, I'm sure he was unpopular very quick. Yeah. If, I mean, I I think there might have been an aspect of that for sure. Or even not even I don't even think like necessarily big league either. I think there's a generational divide, right? Like because he true. he positioned him like he get got that cauliflower award the other day and listen listen to some of that speech and he's basically saying like you know like the stuff from the 40s like there's still a reason it could work and i think maybe his frustration i could certainly i certainly identify as someone in his 40s talking to younger <laughs> people where i'm like i've done this this is how it could work right and they're right. like no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna you know TikTok it. Yeah, I think I've said before, like when we, when he did that, I you know I'm old and I'm tired and I'm work with children and I'm so, like everyone who was you know 30 and under was just like mad at him for being angry old, yeah. but like everyone who was over 40 was like, yeah, I kind of get it. Like yeah. it, yeah. it it sucked. Like I I don't know. Yeah, maybe there is just like a a divide that you can't 
break. Like yeah. you can't get through. Um, yeah. And, and that's like, gonna, that's gonna, that's going to segue me into they gave they basically gave him collision right at at this point yeah. at a, well, a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Um it didn't work. It seemed like it was working, but it didn't work. Is it because I don't know. I can't tell why that didn't work. Cause the point of it was to like, Oh, he's good. He's sick of the, you know, PWG indie stuff. So he's, he's going to have a show where he gets to do wrestling his way with people who he likes. And it didn't work. And I like, like the show was good. Mm-hmm. So the show's great. So I don't know. Like it, it was my favorite of the three shows. I agree. And I'm a little worried that now that he's gone, they're going to just make it dynamite hours th- four, th- three and four or hours four and five. If you can't rampage. Yeah. Um, and I don't, want that i like collision being different even if it's like not the cm punk aspect of it just i liked that it was different i liked it was grittier i liked it and again like we've talked about this like again like so much of wrestling is your personal preference and i i i think i'm long over the style of like wrestling the bucks offer right like yeah i I believe a finisher should be a finisher it shouldn't be like a mid-match move and again, I'm turning it into Jim Cornette. I won't hurt <laughs> as much, but I, I, yeah, I, I like the grittier NWA style wrestling and, and maybe, maybe by having Daniel Bryanson on there as a sort of a long-term replacement kind of like is a good transition point to somebody else. Yeah. But, I mean, we, I, that makes me think, I mean, you said this in a chat separately, um, that split was there with Cody. Like yeah. Cody seemed like he wanted to do like a, you know, a, a, a Southern wrestling and WA type wrestling on the show. When like when dynamite mm-hmm. first started, yeah, that's what it kind of was. And it seemed like the bucks and, and a lot of other people wanted to take it to more of like, it's an indie show, but it just has a big budget. Yeah. Um, was there obviously none of us know, but yeah. did, did Cody have a problem with them? I maybe, I mean, like the Bucks changed their. I mean, this is reading the tea leaves kind of thing. Didn't they change their profile pic on Twitter after he left to like something kind of passive aggressive? Yeah, yeah. So, I can't remember what it was though. Yeah, it's it's they're hard. they're hard because just like I mean, they're kind of like punk in the sense that like you don't know when they're working and when they're not working. Yeah. Like they're right. so it's hard to tell. Like it could just be that simple. Like punk sometimes works. And you don't know if he's working and the bucks sometimes work and you don't know if they're working and maybe they just offended each other mm-hmm. without but, trying to. Right. But, like, I don't know. But see, again, you're an adult. You have the person's number. Like, right. If I, if I opened discord and saw like you took three and a half hours and made fun of me, I'd like be like, Oh, okay. Before I retaliate, just like t- hit him up. Be like, Rick, did you mean all that? Oh, you're right. messing around. Cool. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, there, there's, you're an adult too. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and again, if you can't take another adult calling you a, you know, grade school name, especially in, in <laughs> or any in, name, in, like, especially in wrestling, when it's right. wrestling, right? Like it's yeah. one thing. Yeah. It's different than like an office job. If you're at your desk and someone just starts, you know, cutting a promo <laughs> calls, on you, it'd be like, what are you, you doing? Jackass. Yeah. Right. But like, if it's you, wrestling, you've never seen me in a faculty meeting. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I don't think the other guys are blameless. The Bucks or like even Jack Perry. Like he said, apparently he said when he came back, Punk was, Punk was like, "What did you? Why you have a problem with me? Why did you say that?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm trying to get heel heat." 
And I was thinking, well, no, that wasn't getting heel heat because when I saw Jack Perry say that line before I knew anything else happened, I was just like, that's a fun, clever line. Good for him. Like I wasn't mad at him for it. I thought Mm. it was clever. Right. So that wasn't, he wasn't really getting heel heat because the people who knew what he was talking about would think it was clever. And everyone else would be like, why is he talking about glass? Right. Like it was. It it, it didn't seem, I I didn't think it was like heel heat. It's like, well, here's an inside joke for the dirt sheet crowd. Yeah. That's basically what it was. Right. Yeah. And And, uh, I I mean, the dirt sheets have a role to play in this too, obviously. Sure. Like they've like, like I think I mentioned to to Alaska before, like say me and hit me and one of you guys had an argument over something. And it wasn't a big argument, but we had an argument. We like, you know, weren't talking for a day. And then we started reading all these things being like, oh, this guy said this and this guy said this and this guy said that. And now you're like, wait, wait, I thought we just had like a small falling out. And now like, right now, you know, Dave Meltzer is talking about how like I'm going to get fired because of you. Like, I know dirt sheets are dirt sheets and they exist. And like, you kind of have to put up with them as a wrestler. Yeah. But again, that's another thing that I feel like should have been stopped. Like once all this stuff started going out, to the dirt sheets like tony khan or someone else should have been like hey guys stop like this is not helping anybody to do this and it was funny because like you know when punk came in right he said one of the things that convinced him to come to AEW was no one talked about Brody lee being sick no one released that to the dirt sheets right and then he's i think probably it's around the time he won the championship from page like you start seeing like the dirt sheet stuff coming out and you're right. Like it, it's a we don't talk about it enough. Like I know they're a thing in wrestling. I know we all look at them. We all like read what Alvarez and Meltzer right. And but like it, they take such in like see I got banned. I got I I got blocked by Sean Ross Sapp for saying this on Twitter. But I, oh, yeah, all he, I can't said, t- he, he does he can't take criticism at all. No, he can't. And all I said was like I, I think you need to like basically you need to take acknowledge like you have some unethical, unethical practices with wrestling journalism, wrestling journalism, right? That you, you tease something and you're vague about it just to get more clicks. And that's all I said. He blocked me. I thought, I mean, that, I mean that's definitely true because you don't hear that. Like they're not, they're journalists sort of in the sense that they have sources and they report stuff, mm-hmm. but they're also not right. Because they just report, Oh, Chris Jericho said this to me. And like, that's not journalism. You don't just report everything. Everyone tells you. Right in yeah. random cryptic ways to be like, you'll never believe what CM Punk did. Just got subscribed. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, even and like technically, I was just saying, and technically we're wrestling journalists. Like, right. Like, yeah, anyone can be right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like being like, you know, you write for the newspaper. Well, well I just I went, hated myself I, saying I went, newspaper. I went to journalism <laughs> school. I own a website. There you go. I'm right. a wrestling journalist. Well, see, you probably have more credentials than any of the dirt sheets. <laughs> like, and I'm being dead serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. What did Meltzer do besides be friends with people backstage since 1970? Like, I mean, yeah. and and but they have so much power and sway. Oh, I, they could destroy a person. They could make a person. They could ruin a person. Like, I mean, it's absurd the amount of power that they have. Because you can tell that there is some sort of concentrated, not concentrated, but there's some, some some sort of campaign because, you know, Punk would say one thing, like when he did the thing a couple weeks ago when he talked about Hangman's action figures not selling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After, and then suddenly there was like five other reports and dirt sheets about other stuff he did that upset people. I'm like, that's not coincidental that that they, oh, they just found all that stuff out today and had to report it. Not that they're, just hold, they were holding it. 
for a time when he looked bad to pile on like yeah and speaking of ethics you know people send that post-show video to uh sean ross sap or alvarez and technically that's an illegal video that they just turn around and post on the internet Mm -hmm. that you know nobody owns that except aew like aew could strike that stuff down really quick yeah and I mean, WWE like, tends to strike stuff down really, really quick. And I'm not saying, like, this sounds like we're saying the way Vince runs things is good, and it's not. But there is some stuff no, that but, he won't put up with. And he protects the brand. Yeah. Like, you do not badmouth the brand. Like, I mean, yeah. well, look what they did to Punk. I mean, literally yeah. was their biggest draw, and they said, there's the door, use it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be that way, there's the door. Like, they per- that brand is protected there. Not saying the Tony Khan you know, lets it flush down the toilet, but things like that would not stand like, like, I mean, WWE confiscates signs. If it says like, you know, Tony Khan 316, like, right. (laughs) I mean, I I definitely agree that like a year ago when all this stuff started coming out, he should have found out who the people talking to the dirt sheets was, or if he doesn't know already and just been like, you have to stop because the company is doing well and you going to the dirt sheets and saying all this stuff is only making us look bad. Like the fact that all in right. just happened and they got 81,000 fans in a building and all out just happened. It was a great pay-per-view and right. everyone's just talking about this. Well, we talked about it for the past year, like, and again, going to if parts of it were a work or this, that, or the other punk has driven the news cycles weekly. And he, his, you know, in AEW, he's had like, like what, like 10 matches? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, speaking of which, last time after he got fired from WWE, he went on Colt Commander's podcast and did that scathing interview, right? Like, obviously, he's yes. not going to go on Colt Commander's podcast, but he is probably going to go on a podcast. Do any of us just want to be like, hey, CM Punk, just come on here. We'll talk to you because it'll work. We'll talk to um, him. We'll let him say whatever he wants. We'll tell him he's great. We'll tell I, him he I, was, we'll tell him he was right. I mean, <laughs> I kind of live close to him. Like he can come to the <laughs> office here and there you go. we can hang out. Like we can there talk, we can talk horror movies and we just would briefly, you know, burn down uh, wrestling Twitter. There you go. <laughs> wrestling X, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, don't Cause you know, it's coming. You know, he's going to go somewhere and talk to someone like he's, he's CM but, Punk. He's not just going to go quietly. But is he? See, I think, I think we saw the, the death of, the character CM Punk. I think from now forward, he's Phil Brooks. Going to be a new thing, a new character, or just maybe a real person. Uh, I think we have seen the end of CM Punk. I mean, in theory, this is a good ending because he had a huge match and a huge crowd with, C- with Samojo. And if true, that's going to be the end of it, it kind of fits. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to take his bajillions of dollars that he has that he's made through wrestling and everything else and he'll write a comic book he'll act in a movie he'll do this he'll do that but just maybe take a wrestle kingdom date here and there but i can see i can see him doing like one-off matches places right totally he he can cut promos he's still pretty good in the ring he hates backstage so i i can't yes well the amount of money that he would you know like he could basically walk in anywhere and say, I'll give you a match. You give me 80 grand. Right. <laughs> like, and if yeah, they like, can afford like, it, like if, get he, it. like if he signed a one month deal with WWE, I could see that. Or like type of pay-per-view he comes on, he cuts a couple promos, has one match and that's it. 
I could I could see him going to like New Japan, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Go to like you said, Wrestle Kingdom, and like I would I would I would plunk down money to see that. See, that's the thing. Money. If he was going to New Japan to wrestle a match, I would I would pay to see it. Yeah, like I still would. Like he's mm-hmm. he he burned every bridge in AEW, and I like AEW. <laughs> I like AEW a lot. Right. But like, if he was gonna go, I would watch whatever he was doing. Oh, like, it's it's kind of sad to say, percent. but I would. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. It, you know, or does he just does he turn into like, you know, a better, you know, not better, but a higher on the pecking order version of like Matt Cardona and just destroy every indie promotion, and they just throw bags of money at him. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, like, really, he doesn't need that much. So if he can show up wrestle three times a week make six grand and then just go back home wrestle three more three more indies make another two grand in appearance i mean it's pretty yeah, legit I life mean, it depends <laughs> if like, i think there is a part of him that probably wants to like prove that he can be a draw yeah and he's gonna want to go somewhere i don't think he's done wrestling i could also i think it uh, yeah, I think I think it's a combination of the two. I think he, I mean, I don't think he's going to go back to WWE. In Same the, here. I think root of it. Like, I think like that's like that was kind of a shot against the bow of all right. I, I've said my I've said my piece. Nothing's changing. Screw it. I'm going. I'm going back to Stanford. And but also, I don't see him. Like I, for that company to be that image conscious, that company to be merging with UFC, there's continued involvement in Saudi Arabia. Like, would you want? Like, I, I mean, Bruce McMahon is still like a businessman, and <laughs> you know, um, and I, I can't see him like chant like damaging the brand that much, right? And one of the reasons I love Punk is. Yeah, he's going to stand by a trans rights for everybody sign. Um, oh, yeah. And not going to fly in Saudi Arabia. So I, right. I, I think like he does like one or two matches in like New Japan, maybe shows up an impact for a cup of coffee and then does like some indie shows and then just like does does acting. They and finally get that punk Bobby Fish match we've all wanted to see. Oh my god, Bobby, I forgot about Bobby Fish. <laughs> Everybody did. Bobby, Bobby Fish is outside right now. <laughs> He's asking for bus fare. <laughs> what I do want to say though is like in terms of Tony Khan, like we we admit he dropped the ball a bunch of ways. Mm-hmm. But like it must have taken some guts to fire him before like three shows in Chicago in a main event angle. And you know that Punk was probably pushing him a little extra, being like, he's not going to fire me in front of three, right before three shows in front of Chicago. I can do whatever I want, mm-hmm. right? Like the fact that he announced his firing on the day of the show in his hometown and then like came out and talked to the crowd about it and like got heckled and booed and like turned the crowd around, like explained himself like a real person, not like Vince McMahon would have done it. Not like <laughs> Brett screwed Brett. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that promo. <laughs> It was just like, I get why you're upset, but I had to do this because he threatened me and people who worked here and he hurt the company and we all love wrestling and we all love this company and we don't want this to keep, I, I'm upset about it too, but I had to do it. And he like, by the end of that, I don't know if you, either of you've seen that, that clip from before collision by yeah. the end of his speech, 
like the crowd had turned around and they were cheering him. Like he he turned them. And I think it saved the shows because if he had come out and totally. been like and said nothing or Vince McMahon did up like being like punk screwed punk, it would have been two straight days of CM Punk chants and people getting mm-hmm. jeered. Right. And like they would have ruined the show. And he I, I, don't, it. I don't believe anything that he said. I, I found it completely false and hollow. And, you know, I have I have my own class issues with it, too. But like, sure. I mean, like as performance, yeah, it works. You know, I yeah, mean, I think it's what he needed to do. Yeah, it's what he needed to do. I, I don't think for a second he feared for his life or maybe he did because he's never. I mean, he doesn't seem like a guy who's been in fights, right? Like he's well, a billionaire no. guy who just hangs out. Like, I, I, have a, I have a theory on this, and I'm glad you brought this up, Paul. I think that when and Brody King has a, I brought this up to Rick. Brody King has a, a role in, in that part of it. When they were pleading with Punk to let Perry go, there was this rumor that came out that you know Brody King jumped in, had to break up a fight, and then few things were said and he kicked the garbage can and punched a wall i think that all came about is brody king saw one of his very good close friends snap and strangle a guy and it took brody king to break the hold and he realized like okay i just witnessed my best friend attack a human being and had a look of terror in his eyes and i just watched him destroy his professional career by doing it and and then like apparently like when brody was holding him he apparently lunged to tony and all that like if i mean yeah involved it involved brody king and samoa joe so like it so yeah matt those two people have to hold him off that choke was in deep so i don't know if tony feared for his life but i think tony feared for oh god jungle boy could be either dying or in a whole lot of trouble right now <laughs> yeah when, when tony said he feared for his life i took it as like punk didn't threaten him directly or maybe he did maybe he did threaten him directly we don't know right. but i took it as like he feared for his life because this guy's a maniac right like he was mm-hmm. he was he was he had gone wild and like you don't know what he's gonna do so like he probably wasn't gonna fight tony khan but he might have like we don't know yeah and he's a trained jujitsu artist i i don't know what level black belt he is but he's not just like a tough pro wrestler like he can literally like break your limbs (laughs) yeah (laughs) this reminds this reminds me of i think last week we talked about how in AEW the company is the face and in wwe the company is the heel so like if you're a company guy in AEW, you're good or if you're a company guy in wwe you're bad right and it reminds me like punk may or may not have threatened tony khan and tony khan felt threatened by him and everyone on everyone <laughs> on the internet was just like, "Yeah, punk is bad. How dare you do that?" Bret Hart slugged Vince McMahon's face, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Yeah, he deserved that." Yep, <laughs> yeah, good. That's fine. He, that's he fine. was right. <laughs> I, yeah, that, you mentioned that. And that's something that's always bothered me. And I like I like AEW. I don't get the opportunity to watch wrestling otherwise. Um, so, I mean, it's that or 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 Stanford. I don't like Stanford, and. And it's, that's the weird thing to me about all of this, right? Is like, again, this is like the Marxist in me, but like, like we, we identify with the company, right? The company is <laughs> like, what, like that's where the alliance is. It's not on the individual characters and, and right. it's the wrestlers. It's we are AEW fans, 
right? Of again, like WWE, it's the company is always like out to screw this, you know, this this wrestler or is antagonistic, and and AEW is like, well, that 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 trumps everything else. Now is and, that why is that why Punk's character didn't work that well in AEW because he's like an anti-authority guy. Like even when he came yeah. back to Collision, he took the AEW thing off the mic mm -hmm. and like and like he, he kind of got a little jeered for that like but if that had happened to wwe he'd get a huge pop you get a huge pop yeah it's it's very it's i, I think it's just oh. like by by oh. di, by di, not by dissection but like by contrast right like this is the upstart company in contrast to the behemoth and so we're going to align with the company but it doesn't make sense to me i was i always find it weird and maybe that's like the years of like ECW and I guess I guess like parallels of ECW, right? Yeah, because like Paul Heyman was the good guy. Yeah, on screen, most of the time. And <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Unless he was like trying to get like travel arrangements to wrestlers or, 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 or pay or pay someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Jericho thing where he was sending Jericho on flights with bereavement fare, and they kept asking <laughs> him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who died in your family in Jericho's like, I, I, I don't know. Haven <laughs> was buying bereavement care for everybody. That's great. Um, oh, God. That's amazing. But it's, but it's weird. It's weird to me. Like the AEW fandom of the organization, it seems, is, is the bigger thing. And yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I yeah, I get that. Um, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's 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 weird because like the Bucks are not equally responsible, but somewhat responsible. But if you read, I guess I've been on the internet too much. If you read the internet, they're EVPs of AEW and they're great and they've done nothing mm -hmm. wrong. When like no, they have done something. Especially like when when Blasco pointed out that like especially as EVPs, they've done something wrong. As other wrestlers right. in the rocker room, you could say, oh, they're kind of being jerks, whatever. But as EVPs, they've definitely done something. Like Tony Khan definitely did something wrong when by not solving this like it's his company mm -hmm. and, well th this is goes back to what we always say is half of these well i shouldn't say half some of these fans believe that they're actual friends with these people <laughs> and that's why the bucks can do no wrong because yeah. you know nick liked somebody's tweet five years ago they think mm -hmm. that they're gonna hang out when they come to town like mm -hmm. it, it's there's a lot of crazy people that... But they're friends with us, right? If, if you want to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, brother. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that, to me, that just boggles my mind that adult men and women feel that, like, they're friends with these people because they're nice to them. Like, now, of course they're going to be. Like, now, that brings me to, I mean, today Hangman posted, like, stop fighting with people, on the, strangers on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, like basically saying don't attack CM Punk fans online because in in my name, which was, yeah, he's a, that's correct. It's, don't. Yes. It's, it's, it's wrestling. Um, first of all, who could hate Hangman Page? Right. Sec second of all, the fact oh. that Hangman, Hangman won the, the Battle Royal at All okay. Out. Yeah. And then donated money to like, a, I don't remember what the charity was, some Chicago kids. charity, some mm -hmm. kids charity, and like got a huge cheer for it. Was that like a closing the chapter? Was that a making up for like, it was, it seemed, I don't know, to me, it seemed like all this started because Punk and Hangman Page couldn't get along. 
And then as soon as Punk's fired, they're like, we're going to make Hangman Page like the greatest guy in history. Like, and I'm not saying he's not like, he probably is a good guy. I don't know, but that was, that that, seemed like it was on purpose. Oh, definitely. That was a thank you for keeping your mouth shut and not saying F this guy on the internet every single day. That was, uh, Hangman being the bigger man for a year and a half. (laughs) That's, you know, in my opinion, I mean, I don't know anything, but that like, yeah, that's a good point. That was done as a, a thank you or a, Hey, you know, at a boy. And I'll credit the, the crowd in Chicago for that, too, because they cheered Hangman. They cheered Kenny Omega. They booed the Bucks. And I mean, I think they're kind of right, too. Yeah. 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 And I I think age, you know, is like and I, I think like just knowing what I know about just it seems to be his politics. Right. That that seems more authentic. And I think a lot of punk fans, I think part of the appeal, right, is is outspoken politics right like yeah. he seems like he's on the right side of history in a lot of things and you know like it's it's a business that doesn't seem to cultivate a lot of like liberal perspectives and you know it it i think it's like a you said it's like a nice book ending like here's a guy that's yeah he might say stuff that's like out of line at points but he seems like a genuinely good guy and yeah and i think it makes yeah, yeah, just I just don't like the Bucks. I think <laughs> I mean they they've had matches that I enjoyed, but just mm-hmm. generally they irk me. Yeah. And 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 you're right, like half half of their matches are great and half of their matches I'm like, I get it. Like you you've done 15 super kicks. I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't want to turn this into a bashing the Bucks thing, but I'm not but I, I well, I'm actually that's, I'm actually that's glad. the spin-off podcast, bashing the Bucks. <laughs> well, r- real quick, I'm actually glad you guys said that because I look at the Bucks differently because I watched them in Ring of Honor when I absolutely despised WWE and there was no alternative. Yeah. Right. So, like, they saved wrestling for me. So, right. I, like, I don't want to say they have a special place in my heart. Like, I mean, they're just two dudes that I enjoyed to watch wrestle. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> whatever. But it, it's it's weird that I see both sides of the fence. Like I have friends that look at them and they're like, oh yeah, like they're basically gymnasts. And then like, I have other friends that like wrestling that are like, oh no, I understand the aspect of what they're doing or oh, wait till they post on Instagram tomorrow or blah, blah, blah. Like they get the whole gamut of how the bucks work. And it's just an interesting dynamic of their fan base. I think for me it was like I when I was back into wrestling and like the only thing I could really get into like follow was WWE and then and then it was like I I had a moral quandary about that company and I, I couldn't I couldn't sustain so like, like the Bucks were like I knew of them on the indie scene and so my exposure to them was pretty limited and and I didn't I didn't mind them. I thought like like I still think like you can do wrestling different ways. Yeah. Right? But I think now it's just like familiarity breeds a bit of contempt. Like I've seen it, you know, um, you know, I've seen I've seen the same match it seems for like the last four years, and and yeah, it's not. I guess it's not like, but also like I just I just think like I don't know. It seems like maybe not. They should be running the show. That's just me. I do give them a lot of credit. You're like, like we, like you said, that they mm-hmm. they did do a lot. AEW exists in part because of them. Indie wrestling got as big as it did 
in part because yeah. of I I do give them a lot of credit, but also like they're not as I don't know they're not as great as they seem to think they are. Like they're not bad, but like if if Kenny Omega was walking around saying I'm the greatest in the world, I'd be like, okay. Like the Bucks are good. Like they're talented. Mm-hmm. They're athletic. They they know how to use the internet. They know how to promote. Like they know how to do all that stuff. Yeah. But if they left AEW, I'd be okay. If if Kenny Omega left AEW, you'd be like, oh, that sucks. Like that that's yeah. a hole in AEW. If you know Brian Danielson or John Moxley or CM Punk left, you'd be like, oh, there's a hole there in AEW. The Bucks are are good, and they deserve credit for what they've done. But I personally, I I can take them or leave them. Yeah. Now that you brought up a good point, Rick, CM Punk leaving, who fills that hole? I think it has to be Danielson. It seems like it's already going to be Danielson. Like they put him in that match with Ricky Starks. Apparently, he's he's kind of booking Collision these days. So, yeah, I think it's Danielson. I I, I that's a great idea. I was going to say Edge. I would uh, love if it was Edge. That would I be mean, really cool. I mean, they have, they have, they probably have some more money now that they don't have to pay CM Punk anymore. Well, going back to what Paul said earlier, money draw. I mean, yes, he's going to have to be Adam Copeland, but everybody knows what he looks like. I mean, it's Edge. So that's a person that you could put the company on that's going to put butts in seats. That's gonna and at least in merch. the short term, like he's not your long term. Oh, yeah, not like, your long term, yeah. but yeah, like yeah. to just do what Punk did. And I mean, the program with him and Christian is going to be amazing to begin with. So come on. I think the chances of him coming got a lot higher because totally yeah, now they have the money and they need the draw. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, whatever they were paying punk, they just have that much more money now because yeah. his contract's officially over. It's null mm-hmm. and void. I mean, they're going to turn that around real quick. Yeah. Are you, well, uh, does he, Oh, can he talk to anyone yet? They don't know. Like, the last I've seen is they don't know the terms of his. Okay. Because he was he wasn't released. He was fired. So I don't know what that means in terms of like non competes uh, no, or I, I meant whatever. I, I, I meant Edge. I'm sorry. Edge Edge is still signed until the end of September. So no. So okay, he can't. Okay, so at midnight on the end of this month, do you just? throw as much money as humanly possible so he's at the pay-per-view on the first i would because yeah. wwe's not because they they're they're a public you know they're a public company and they have an owner now true i think i think vince mcmahon would just give him whatever he wanted so he didn't do that well that's a, yeah vince would do it to just be a jerk just to, say just that to like can't not let him yeah. yeah i don't know yeah i hope so yeah i hope so too um well, any more CM Punk stuff? Anything to add? I just, I, I guess my final thought, because I do have to get going here in a second, but like, okay. I, I wish it just, I wish it worked out differently. And yeah. maybe in hindsight, it just wasn't going to, you know, like it's just, like I think his style meshes with like certain guys like Eddie Kingston and Moxley and mjf that that's the best feud i've seen in years so and, yeah <laughs> and yeah. and that's it right and 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 ricky like, he works with whoever but um you know i like, yeah it's like the it's like the thing like 
just I think it's a generational divide, and I think it's it's a guy that just needs to learn to chill. And yeah. um, but also like I think it's a bad. I don't know. I maybe organizationally, it's still not where it needs as a company. It's only it's not where it needs to be, and um, you know, it just wasn't going to work. I think Jericho did have a point. Like last year's all out when he said, "Like we're a huge company now, we have to act like one." And I think yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. They they do need like they're not an indie. Like they're they they have that spirit. Yes. A lot of them do, but they're not an indie, and yeah. they can't act like an indie because an indie doesn't have you know, five hours of TV every week and international tours and millions of dollars in contracts and sponsors and whatever. So they can't. And I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think I think it would it would be amazing if it worked out, but I don't think it was ever in retrospect, at least was ever going to because the Bucks and him, I think they were never going to get along. And yeah. And maybe if it was organizationally different, like if it was a year right. or two now and Punk came back. And there was like, the guy backstage, like, let's shut this down. Yeah. And, and yeah, I remember was, thinking, like, he's not going to do it now because he's of his age and his role in, in the company. But, like, JR had seen, you know, Austin walk out of the company and threaten Sean getting a fight. And, yeah. like, if they'd had 1990s JR to be like, hey, guys, sit in the room with JR and work this out and fix it, mm-hmm. that might have helped. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to thank you, Paul, for joining us for the welcome. third or fourth time now. Uh, it's always a blast to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully next go- time it won't just be about CM Punk. Well, ne- next time it's going to be about uh, Chris Jericho walking out of the company after, <laughs> <laughs> after brainy Tony Khan with his baseball bat. And- <laughs> or how bad of an idea it was to sign Edge. Never should have done that. True. <laughs> That's what I want. I just want Edge gets in the fight with the Young Bucks behind. You know. Yeah, he, he signs and immediately gets a fight with the Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Perry, he just like, nope, can't work with those yeah. guys. Yeah. And Christian's like, yeah, I, uh, your dad's no dead idea. too, and so are you. So. <laughs> Christian's like, I have no idea who that guy is. I don't know. Never met him in my life. <laughs> Adam Copeland? No idea. No idea. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. Take easy. Right, Thanks a now. lot. Yeah, Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Later. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, there was more that happened this week. That that also makes the punk thing a bit more upsetting because this was like a huge yes. two-week period for EW. They had all in, they had all out. They and then not only was there back-to-back pay-per-views, which is always going to be a problem, like all out was always going to be kind of right. forgotten because it was following all in, but then to have it follow the <laughs> punk stuff too. Like yeah. by the time all out happened, like if you were sick of AEW, I totally understand. Um, but it was a good show. All out was was very good. Um, every match. I mean, it's an AEW pay per view, right? Every one of them is always right. good. So I, they've yet to have a bad pay per view, and this was good. I enjoyed a lot about it. Um, we're not going to go match by match because I mean, it's already been an hour, yeah. first of all, and and, and I didn't watch it. Yeah, so <laughs> not all of us are as dedicated to watching these shows, I guess. Um, I, I, I'm dedicated. <laughs> I just two, two pay per views in a row. Come on. Yeah, it's a lot. There's another one coming up in less than a month, though. So you got that to look forward to. I, that's fine. You can give me a few weeks in between, not six <laughs> days. <laughs> I mean, 
Go on, TK. It, it was a lot. It was a lot money. It was a lot time wise. Like I watched it on Monday because I'm like I don't have time to watch. I, right. I also didn't watch Rampage or Collision. I was just like I can't watch seven hours of wrestling on next <laughs> Sunday. That's no, I can't. Anyway, um, what I want to talk about to start talking about All Out is okay. MJF and Samoa Joe. Now, MJF's match oh, is over. He was, like, yes. selling, being hurt. He was walking up the ramp, and then Joe was just like, I'm coming out anyway! <laughs> and they they did a throwback to him pushing Samoa, yes. uh, him pushing MJF out of the way like he did on NXT, which, again, they care about so WWE good. history more than, more than WWE. WWE does. Um, but there's a lot going on here, because, first of all, they have that tournament set up for MJF the, to face MJF at Grand Slam. Um, we don't actually know who's in that other than Roderick Strong. Now it seems like Samoa Joe is coming after him. It seems like MJF might be, you know, storyline hurt. And yeah. it seems like this is all kind of Adam Cole's fault because Adam Cole got him in a tag title <laughs> match. But now he's wrestling in these tag matches that he doesn't, right. wouldn't have to do. And I, I, I don't know if you saw the clip, but like when Samoa Joe was in the ring and MJF jumped him and MJF had just been in a match. So Samoa Joe immediately overwhelmed him. Right. Adam Cole was pretty slow to yes. jump into the ring <laughs> to stop that from happening. Like he kind of just stood on the apron being like, no, don't, but like, didn't actually help. So there's a lot going on for MJF right now. And I like it. Yeah. Um, this to me, like I, like I said, I, I didn't watch the pay-per-view, but I've, I've read everything and I've watched a bunch of clips. Um, this seems like they're setting up the long con for Cole to screw MJF. Yeah, and and I really hope they take their time with it. Like, if this could lead us into like the holidays with them, and yeah. then, oh, that would be incredible. I think what's I, what I think is going to happen is Adam Cole is going to keep putting him into like dangerous situations. Like, oh, now we have a tag team match with whoever. Now, now we're facing these guys. Now we're facing these guys. Now we're facing. Oh, also, you have a singles match here, and then like maybe Adam Cole starts mouthing off to you know I don't know Brian Cage backstage. And now Brian Cage is mad at MJF, and now right. he has to have that match. Like he's just gonna get him in trouble until he's worn down, and then try to take advantage. Well, as I was just gonna say, I just thought of this this very second. Was Orange Cassidy the foreshadowing to what they're good to what Cole is going to do? Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. MJF, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> just and I, I I'm here oh, for all of it. So, yes, just wear him down. He keeps eking out a win here. He, you know. Like, and like, well, complaining, like about it, and yes. complaining about it the whole time. You're like, well, I didn't want to do that. And Cole's being like, no, you, you're cool, man. You're, you're, you're doing great. Like, oh, we have a tag team match next week. That, don't worry. It will be fine. And like, yeah, just, uh, I, you're right. If this goes on till, you know, December, yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, that's yes. cool. I want it to keep going. <laughs> I want them to drag it. I want to go long now because it's, it's been good. Yeah. You're, you're, you're in this deep. I don't want, I don't want to, excuse me, I don't want it to be half-assed now. I'm in this yeah. deep, go full-blown, however long it takes at this point. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, the next match, I don't know if it was the next match, the next thing I wrote down, um, Darby Allen and Luchasaurus. Um, Luchasaurus won, which I was slightly surprised by, because I, Very thought, surprised. I yes. thought that Darby was going to take the title back. Um, I liked it, because I love Christian, yes. and I think it's fun yeah. that he gets to keep carrying the- I really thought that Luchasaurus was going to get pinned, and then Christian was going to keep carrying the title around, and be like, no, 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 I'm the champion, you didn't beat That's me. That's what I wanted to happen. <laughs> That's secretly what I wanted to happen. <laughs> but does Darby Allen want to break his spine? Yes. I, I think, I think he does. I think <laughs> he, yeah. It, it's, I mean, 
I, I joke about it all the time, but coming from somebody with a back injury, like I would never wish this on my worst enemy and Darby does this to himself and, and he's now gonna he's, get a back injury. And uh, now he's like selling it. Like he's like talking yes. about how his back's hurt and they're like the the like Luchasaurus this match purposely went after his back more yeah. as like a storyline angle. I'm like, you know you could actually break like that's not that's not just wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Like you could actually yeah. get really hurt. <laughs> yeah. D- did you watch the uh media scrum with Christian? No, I read about it, but I didn't watch it. Oh, one of the people asked him about Edge yeah. signing, and his response is so great. He was like, I don't have any friends in this business. I only speak on behalf <laughs> of myself and Luchasaurus. And then he just stared off into space, and it was real weird. And then, like, finally, like, 10 seconds later, someone's like, oh, another question for Christian, please? <laughs> like, he just stopped talking and just stared off into space with a scowl on his face. It was so, so great. So what do you think is next for them if it's not Edge? I hope it's Edge, but say it's not. Uh, I, me personally, I would love to see someone like Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I know he basically has the New Japan version of the TNT title, so it makes right. no sense. Um, Is Wardlow ever coming back? I I feel so bad for that dude. I don't uh, know what's happening. Like, I honestly don't know what's happening with him. Uh, I, I've. Literally, just before we started uh, recording tonight, he posted on Instagram. He was working with some, like, big-time personal trainer. And, like, the amount of weights that he was lifting and the, like, it was absurd how big he, like, he's bigger now. If <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture in, in a minute here. Uh, yeah, so he's training but I, as far as I don't know if they don't have anything for him or it's been really weird that he hasn't like he came on that one episode of the first episode of collision lost the title and then just disappeared again. Like it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been really strange. It's like the, the Miro thing when Miro just disappeared for a while. Yeah. And then that's my segue into Miro. Okay. So Miro and Hobbs, that was great. That was just like the, the crowd just chanted meat the whole time. But, okay, so that's why they made the... I was confused on the yeah. shirt. Okay. Yeah, the crowd was just chanting meat, though, because they were just slugging each other. So <laughs> they crowd, like, And then they were chanting variations of meat, like um, <laughs> meat forever, and like, you know, regular wrestling chants, but they'd put meat in it instead. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but that match was fun. That was just like two guys just like slugging each other. And it's not over, because Miro Hobbs attacked him after the match. So it's not over. And okay. yeah, that's fine because they've been two guys who haven't really done anything. They're another. They're like up there with Wardlow. Like, does Tony Khan not know how to book like big strong guys? Is that the problem? Because yeah, they all just kind of disappear for a while. That's yeah. That's the thing. Um, it, it, yeah, <laughs> you, you threw me for a loop on that one. <laughs> that he doesn't know how to book big guys. That's. I mean, he did the same thing with Lance Archer. Yeah. Wow. That's a, wow, dude. That was a great point. I mean, it's, he's... it's weird that he doesn't like, yeah, because I, I get that it's a problem to book big guys because they kind of have to be overpowering. And like, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You have to make them a monster, but you also can't have them win repeatedly. <laughs> right. They just can't crush everybody forever because. Right. That's yeah, fun at it... first and then it gets yeah. bored. <laughs> Yeah, then you're stuck in the Andre the Giant situation. Like, yeah, he yeah. only wrestled once a year, but eventually it got to the point where 
oh, well, he's obviously going to win. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, so La- CJ Perry, Lana. Yes. Miro's wife is there. I was surprised by that. And yeah, I, was, I was very surprised by that. I was even more surprised. I liked how they did it, where Miro was just like, you're not here. You're not real. And just like walked off because <laughs> yeah. his thing of talking to God was just like, I sacrificed my wife for this title. And they're like, she's <laughs> like, no, you didn't. I'm right here. And he's like, yes. I'm like, I want to know what happens with that because that's really interesting. It is. And I, I was reading something before we started um, tonight. Like, they don't even know what they're going to call her, Net, like, right. yet. And, like, apparently it came to fruition really quick. Like, Yeah, because no one it... called her anything. They just called her, like, Mrs. Miro or that's Miro's wife or something. They didn't have a name for her. Yeah, so, like, they must have just been like, hey, do you want to work here? Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe she, maybe she was backstage <laughs> at the show and they were like, hey, that would be fun. You want to just come out and do something? Yeah. Yeah, because if you notice, like, she she was, she had the heels on, and then she was like, okay, I had enough of these heels. She took right. them off and then went the rest <laughs> yeah. of the way down the ring. Yeah. So that's a good point. Maybe she was just hanging out, and they are like, hey, yeah. go out there and do it. <laughs> I want to know what happens with that. I want to know what happens with um, Tony Storm. Looks like she's maybe leaving the outcasts. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you saw it, but she was great. And, like, she Ruby was going to use the spray paint, and she took it from her. And then kind of just like sprayed it up in the air. And then the look on her face was just like, oh, it's pretty. She was just like, <laughs> like, she had this like look of wonderment of like, I'm spraying spray paint. Ooh, look, it has colors. She just like, like she's used spray paint before on right. AW. Like she, she like she know, but like just, I guess her characters lost it. Cause she was just like, ooh, color. And just like, <laughs> to the point where you could say she didn't know she was screwing Ruby. Right. She just was like fascinated with the spray paint. Like that's all it was. That's like, incredible. She's I love this character. She's doing such a I great job. Too. Yes. And you just said something that I never thought of till this second. Wonder what that couldn't possibly be spray paint, because they literally spray it in people's face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what it, it is. Must, it must be like it to me, it looks kind of like hairspray with like food coloring in it. Uh, okay, so or some air, yeah. like it's kind of aerosol, like it sprays out like hairspray with spray out of a, yeah. so, I don't know, maybe it's some co- like hairspray or something with the food coloring. That's what I thought it might be, because it's not spray paint. Yeah, because I mean, you're spraying in, in eyes and like, I mean, oof, that'd be horrible. It's, yeah, yeah, good point. It probably is just some sort of, maybe like something with food coloring. I don't know what would make that mist, but. I was going to say maybe even like, like condensed air. Yeah. You know, to, they put the food coloring in it to make it spray something. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, interesting. I just thought of that right now. Like that can't it's, be yeah. paint. It can't be paint. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. even really look like paint when they spray. And it doesn't right. work like paint. Like when they've tried to like spray paint people, it doesn't really yes. work. Like it's it's not real paint. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm, but I think I I I hope that this breakup takes time too because it's just yeah they haven't done much with them recently, and I kind of want this to take its time. Like. Maybe Tony Storm tries to say, oh, I wasn't trying to screw you. I just was really interested in the spray paint or something. Right. Or like, or Soraya tries to, you know, smooth things over between the two. And I mean, like, she's not well. Like, it's that's why you, you can't <laughs> get mad at her. Something's wrong with her. <laughs> right. Wow, that's great. I hope that's what they do. I hope they don't just like on collision, have everybody Soho, Tony Storm match and it's over. Like, I hope it's better booked than that. I have faith. I, I mean, yeah. Tony has been. Even for the the storylines that we've complained about, still by standards of awful storylines from WWE, they're still right. Good. <laughs> like in terms of re- like in terms of like modern yeah. wrestling, yeah. 
Now, what did you think of the Danielson being there, basically the replacement for CM Punk? I'm, it was perfect. Uh, the way they did it was perfect. Um, you said you didn't watch. I did watch collision later, but yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it was obvious as soon as he opened the thing and it said the dragon. And it just said dragon. Yeah. Right. Like, I was like, oh, okay, Danielson's coming back. Yeah. But again, that's a TV moment. If you weren't there, I mean, if you were there, you didn't know right. what he had. So that was still a cool moment. Yeah. Uh, but for TV, it was instantly, it's like, oh, Danielson's coming right. back. <laughs> um, I thought it was great. And from what I saw of the match, Ricky Starks took a beating but came out looking like gold yeah that was it was it was rough like i think danielson's arm is still not 100 percent, so he can't do most of the stuff he normally does right or at least half the stuff he normally does so he just like just beat him. him with the he just <laughs> beat him with the strap for like 20 minutes like, like, and like, it, yeah it showed yeah <laughs> Uh, I think I saw Alvarez being like, if this wasn't wrestling, he would be in jail. Like, that's a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) Oh, that's incredible. It was brutal, but like, yeah, Ricky looked good. He, he, he hung with Danielson the whole time. And like, he didn't tap out. He like got choked out and lost consciousness. Like he, yeah, it was great. Um, I felt bad for Ricky when punk got, that's one of the first things I thought when punk got fired. Like oh, Ricky Starks oh. is like in the middle of this big storyline with him, and now it's just gonna they're just gonna end it. Um, but they didn't. They they found a good ending, an ending that made sense. Um, yeah, Daniel said made sense. Even I saw online someone find a clip of uh, Punk from like it was a an internet only clip of him doing a promo from Collision like from two weeks ago or something, um, mm-hmm. or whenever it was when Ricky Starks whipped uh, Steamboat. So like Steamboat. four weeks like four weeks ago. Um, so Punk had like a thing afterwards being like, you know, Ricky, I'm going to, I'm going to get revenge on you. And if, if it's not me, it's going to be someone because everybody respects Ricky Steamboat and someone's oh, going to come after you. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Punk did a great job there on his way out of the company, essentially. So yeah. 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 That was great. A great match. Um, what I asked though, is does it still make sense that Brian Danielson's in the BCC? Cause I mean, he's pretty face at this point like he turned heel when he stabbed omega <laughs> on the head but then like since then he's been a face like he acts like a face but since he's been in aw he's not been really anything officially if you think right. about it yeah he's gone back and forth a lot so yeah maybe that's just what he's gonna be yeah you know like everyone like, loves him he's like a happy guy sometimes and then he'll do something like stab someone in the face or like kick out whose teeth did he kick out someone in dark orders oh yeah uh kicked out someone's teeth yeah but yeah he like yeah. He, yeah you're right he's been kind of the line between face and heel for a while so yeah yeah i guess it kind of makes sense just because they're very heelish now like they've been yeah they've gone super heel um and he's not and while we're talking about the bcc the promo that claudio did with you like yeah you think you impressed me because you beat up really you i beat up really you every day beat the hell out of him it was so great (laughs) that was hilarious and like i mean obviously you saw it like after he did it like the point was he kept getting back up and you're like don't get up this time. We, oh, he's getting up again, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, don't get up this time. Oh, dude, he's getting up again. <laughs> yeah. That was great. 
It was yeah, I, I, okay. You've turned me around. On, I thought for sure that Danielson shouldn't fit with them because he doesn't. But you're right. He's kind of he's not aligned really. He's not like a face or a heel. He just does. He likes to fight people, and he'll just fight people. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's like the the UFC fighter that's that trains with the gym that nobody likes, but everybody likes that person. Yeah. <laughs> so they overlook sense. the gym. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Now the next match was yes. insane. I I think Ken, Kenny Omega's up there with Darby Allen with like I want to hurt myself <laughs> in the in the ring. I want yes. to get seriously seriously injured because like I forget what move it was. He landed right on the top of his head again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and he and he just did that like what two months ago. He landed right on the top. Yeah. Like yeah. so like I know that's kind of like a New Japan style where they like they drop each other on the necks all the time, but like. Don't, <laughs> don't don't do that yeah Yeah. it goes back to the to the real glass thing i'm sorry i'm on punk side a hundred times out of right like yeah you don't have to do that if you can avoid it i was thinking not to go back to punk but like jack perry's dad was an actor luke perry in movies wasn't like i gotta go through real glass he was like (laughs) yeah i'm gonna gonna stunt this because it's a stunt because i'm an actor right yeah like, make sure that blade on that knife's real. I only use the real thing. <laughs> like, sir, we're supposed to cut off your head. I know. <laughs> I only use the real thing. <laughs> so, yeah, Kenny Omega doesn't need to, like, be landed. I, the match was great. But, yeah. like, when he landed on his neck, I was like, ooh. Like, it's, I don't know. And, I don't know if that's necessary. And you said of a very New Japan thing. Boy, was that a New Japan match. They oh, yeah. literally beat the heck out of each other yeah yeah like oh great great match though it was a great He's, match and and Takeshita's like a superstar now super duper star uh it, it i i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say there's a belt on him by the end of the year S- some yeah. belt he will have yeah i mean yeah, I agree because he's like they've pushed him so far, so hard, yeah. and they should be like he's great. He that match it wasn't yeah. just Kenny Omega; it was both of them. He's just so like fluid and smooth, and I don't know. Looks like he's hurting you when he's not really hurting. Yeah. Like it's he's so good at it, and he's what like not even thirty yet, right? Like he's yeah, twenty six, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's been wrestling since he's been eleven, like or right. something. It's like Riho, like yeah, it's like oh yeah, she's twenty seven, she's been wrestling for twenty eight years. Like what? The <laughs> math doesn't even work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. I agree with you. I think he is gonna he's gonna get something because and I'm gonna answer your questions you posed to me a minute ago. TNT title: Luchasaurus, Christian, Don Callis, Takeshita. That's Ooh. awesome. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Christian could ask him about his dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, Christian oh, just hating people's dads. I don't know like why ever. that started because it's great. I love it. <laughs> it, it is. It, well, it started with. It started with Jack Perry. With Jack Perry. And <laughs> I, did you watch that video I sent you where they, it was 44 minutes? No, uh, I want to. You watch it. it I'm gonna it's... watch it like as I fall asleep tonight, just to like help me sleep. <laughs> the oh, you'll 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 stay up laughing. Uh, <laughs> the one that I forgot about the most was whenever they went after Wardlow for the title. Yeah, it's like Wardlow. Everybody here knows that your father's dead, and I'd say something about it, but he was a nobody. <laughs> 
it's just like so ignorant. It's just so mean, like yeah. for no reason. <laughs> yeah, he was like, at least Jack Perry's father was a somebody that I could make fun <laughs> of. And he was like, your dad was a nobody. It's just so mean unnecessarily. <laughs> yes. And it's he great. plays it. It's so good. I really thought, well, well, not that we, we moved on from the Darby. But I thought Nick Wayne was going to turn on Darby yeah, for sure. I definitely Same thought here. that, especially because Darby, which is like, you're going to be in my corner, right? I thought he was going to. And, and I was hoping that he would turn and then like be like christian you're my real dad like that <laughs> yes uh, but it didn't happen but still still good still good stuff uh, now we, back, we've we've briefly talked oh go ahead whatever you're gonna say well i was gonna say i liked on collision whenever he made fun of buddy wayne and he was like your dad was in this business never heard of him <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was, it was just so rude it's just so mean yeah and like, I mean, everybody knows like, like wrestling, like just because you're in it doesn't mean you're on television. But like, right. it just it was just so good. Never heard of it. it so, oh, it was great. <laughs> Not to take it back to Puck, but like, yeah, yeah like yeah. the people are criticizing people's dead fathers. Yeah, and they're, and they're fine with it. And he's just like, he's mad because you said he got Colt Commander fired. Like, perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now we've talked about the crowd hating the Bucks, and I think they were yes. right to hate. I, I like I like that they made the conscious decision to hate the Bucks. They were like, "No, we're going to cheer for Hangman. That's fine. Yeah. We know Punk and Apollo. Yeah. Well, like, we're going to cheer for Kenny Omega. That's fine. But we've we've targeted our anger on the Bucks, and I like that. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And and in this sense, the Bucks did play into it really well. Like I thought the last time they were in Chicago, they they went over the top with like, "We're we know you hate us." Like this time, they played into it. Well, like they would get booed and then they'd super kick someone and kind of just look at the crowd and celebrate. And like that was good. Yeah. Like it was getting them heat, but it wasn't over the top. And it made me feel like maybe they decided, oh, Punk's gone. We don't need to do that anymore. Or hopefully someone told them like, yeah, you can't do that. Like that's just going to like, there's a line yeah. between getting heel heat and just making someone upset. Right. And like to what we were saying earlier, you also have to realize like, on the indies, you can do that. Right. Even though it's you're still being a jerk, but you're in front of a room of even if there's a thousand people there, that one thousand people are going to see it. And there's a chance that you might not work with these guys ever again because you don't right. necessarily have contracts. So like if you if you're on an indie right. and CM Punk's also on that indie and you take a shot at CM Punk, like he you might not see him again for months. Right. And you know, you're on TV, literally millions of people are gonna right. be Look, well, here we are. We're talking about this, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. It's yeah. You, I I hope somebody did say something to them too, but yeah. they did play. They did play into that very well. They played into this really well, and it worked. Uh, I think. Do you think there's going to be another FTR Bucks match because they didn't get along? Um, I don't want him to overdo it, but. I think there's going to be one, but I, I hope it's not soon. I agree. Because especially because they built up the last one. It's like, this is the defining match yeah. between the two I, of them. I don't want them to turn into what the Bucks and Lucha Brothers did. Every match was great, right. but we had seen it for the fifth time. You know? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Would, I would actually like to say in that a lot. I'd like to see the Lucha Brothers and FTR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have we had that? I don't think we have. Uh, maybe not one on one. Maybe like in a, and like a, a 
four way or something. Oh, yeah, it's like something like that, or I don't know. Uh, that Bullet Club is awesome. So good. I love like they've added they added juice and I don't know if you saw that their entrance. You know the guns entrance where they have like the light on them and the camera spins around them. Yeah, and it looks really cool. They added yeah. ju- juice and Jay White. Oh yeah, do that yes. now, and they're all in the middle with the spotlight on them and circle. It, it looks so cool. They look like yes. the coolest guys in the room. It's they're, great. Everything that they're doing, they are fifty percent DX, fifty percent NWO. Yeah, and it's great. Like they're not overly serious i mean card blade is the funniest thing (laughs) i will laugh every time yeah uh and like that is such a dx thing like right some this is the stupidest thing but but they still seem like threatening they're not just jokes right they still seem like yeah and that's what i was just gonna say then you turn around to like what the nwo was they're a force yeah you know they're they're winning matches. I mean, they've pinned FTR like three times now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now they kind of alluded to, oh, because they pinned FTR again, is there going to be another FTR, you know, Juice and J match, which was an outstanding yes. match. So I, I would yes. like to see it. At any point, do you think we're getting a Jay White singles push, though? Because he's he's been in mostly tag matches. I, I would like to see him take Punk's spot as top heel on Collision. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think he could do that. Uh, I mean, comparing New Japan and AEW, I think is fair. They're both roughly the same size. And he was their number one heel. uh, He was their number one heel there. So I think he could be. I think he can definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that we said Punk was a heel. And I kind of thought Punk was a heel. And he acted like a heel. Uh, yeah. Like his time uncle, he he definitely act, like not entirely like he did do nice things, mm-hmm. but like he acted kind of heelish. Like he goaded on the crowd, and he like it seemed like they didn't yeah. want him oh. to be like he like he wanted to be a heel, and he was playing a heel, but they didn't want him to be a heel. Like I and I mentioned this before the problem with like when they were talking about the real world title as a real thing, like he was acting like he was a heel, and he was a jerk, but then mm-hmm. the commentators didn't go with it like they didn't act like he was they acted like he was good and yeah. was that I, I heard rumors that maybe that was the network being like no he's our draw we don't want him to be a bad guy he's should be a good guy uh, that very well could have been so or, like yeah go ahead I was gonna make a joke on Cody I was gonna say or is that the most heel thing he <laughs> <laughs> sorry it was not I didn't mean to interrupt you to be a jerk there you go <laughs> but did that have to like add to his frustration maybe that he just he couldn't he wanted to be healed and they were like no you can't be oh that's that's a great point too so he was already frustrated to begin with and then you give him a show and he wants to do a b and c and they're like no you're doing d e and f and right. back to square one and now True. He's, he's, now he's upset at everything yeah. yeah there are a lot of parallels between him and cody when he like it was a joke that you made but like <laughs> yeah. there are a lot of parallels but it's it's a little weird it uh, that is a good point uh and then the main event. I I I'm less mad at it now that okay. time has passed. Um, what did you think before I get into I, my thing? I, well, again, I I only watched the highlights, but I yeah. I told you, in hindsight, I watching it live, I'd have probably felt the exact same way you were you you are, yeah. but just reading about it and being kind of disconnected, it was like, oh, it was time. It made sense. 
but watching it live, I would have definitely had a different because I would have wanted Orange to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I I desperately wanted Orange to win, especially yeah. the way that, especially the way they booked like him leading up to this and the way they yeah. booked him in the match that like he was like not going to go down and like he was showing that he was serious and he was showing that he can hang with someone like Moxley who's like a a legend in a yeah. you know multiple time world champion. Um, I get what they were doing that like he was tired and beat up and he had to lose some time and like yeah. he only lost to like the absolute best so that right. makes him look good. Right. But like he should have, I think I still find kind of think he should have beat him. Um, but like, I never, I think personally, I never would have booked the match because it, it, it doesn't didn't it, make it, sense. It, it puts you in a bad place. Yeah. Right. To have, yeah. Like I've mentioned before, I think Mox is too overpowered. Like realistically, how can anyone beat him? He's like real. He's brutal. He's willing to do anything to like destroy people. Yeah. So you can't have him lose like realistically, like it doesn't really work to have him lose, but like, what's he going to do with the international title now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I know you said a couple weeks ago, or a few weeks ago that like the problem with orange getting weaker and weaker all the time was that like when someone yeah. beats him, it doesn't really mean as much because he's been beaten. He's been right. worn down. So like, yeah, Moxley beat him, but like it didn't, doesn't look like a triumph for Moxley. It just looks like right. he beat up this guy who was like beaten down and put up a more of a fight than we thought he was going to put up, but he's still right. had 30 straight matches where like, I don't know. I don't know what Moxie's going to do with the title. I, I'm I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt because. Oh yeah. He's going to, no matter. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Cause like he does a great job. AW does yes. a great job. Um, but like, what's he going to do with it? Who can realistically beat him at this point? Um, Danielson. Maybe. And then, like, is that is 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 it like collisions world type? Like, if, if it's going to be fought for by guys like Moxley and Danielson, like, is it a world title level title? Because it kind of well, seems like it then, right? Like, I I think that the soft brand split is officially over. Yes. Yeah. Now, I don't think the same people are going to be on the same shows like every week. Like, right. They're just going to use more of the roster both ways now. Yeah, I hope that like one week ABC are on Dynamite and right. DEF are on Collision, and then maybe they yes. switch the next week. Yeah. Yeah, like the, it's just going to be more spots open. It's not going to be, oh, you're a, what, what did they, the Collision Cowboys. Collider like, and a Kaboomer. Yeah, Colliders <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, hopefully those terms are gone because those were terrible. Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. It was, I don't know. So dumb. what do you think Orange does though after this? Like what he's unless he goes after the world title, what's he gonna do? Like he's if if I was booking him right now, I would take him off TV for a month. Let yeah. him just go on vacation. Be like, dude, you gave us so much of your life. Yeah. Go. And yeah. then come back and I world title for sure. Because like he can't go back to like hanging out with the best friends and being in like random trios matches. Like the point of all this was to right elevate him right and they did a great uh, job like i i was telling you earlier i think he might be my favorite wrestler right now yeah. like he's they've done an excellent job with him they've they've made him more serious and like more like tougher and stronger yeah without like taking away his character yeah yeah he is still orange cassidy and yeah it, it's the heart's still there i i that's a good point 
the, the, the problem, I, I don't know. The problem with this whole title reign is because, I mean, it was a great title reign. It elevated him a lot. But the problem mm-hmm. when you have someone like that is when he loses, first of all, what does he do? And then the, <laughs> yeah. and then the other side is like, if he, like, I thought he should have been beaten Moxley. But if he beat Moxley, then what? Like, now he's beaten everyone, right? Yeah, so, th- then you're in Jade territory. You're like, yeah. oh, well, he's 131. He's got to win nine more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I, I, the match was great. They've done a great job. I'm less mad at it now. If we had done this podcast on like Monday, right after right. I watched the show, I'd be enraged. Right. But I feel a bit better about it now. But I still don't love it. Okay. But I get it. Though. I get it now, yeah. at least. Yeah. Totally. But I was mad. Like I when it, like <laughs> when it happened, I was mad. Like it's one of the few AEW shows where like it went off the air, and I'm still like <laughs> aggravated. <laughs> and it was like midnight, so I had no one to complain to on the internet. So I'm just like aggravated. Well, like AEW is kind of in a in a pickle right now. Uh, they got the titles are all on heels, right? Every time. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's true. I mean, MJF is kind of not anymore. Kind of. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, you're... you're right. All the titles and like and all the possible contenders were heels, right? We were talking about guys who could compete for titles and it's like yeah. Juice Robinson and you know a few <laughs> other guys and like they're also heels. Yeah. Like I would say Juice Robinson could could take the TNT title but he's not going to face Moxley. Yeah, oh, maybe that's what Takeshita does. He's also a heel though. True. <laughs> yeah. Lots of heels. Lots of heels. Maybe that's I mean, what Edge does. Yeah, maybe that's what Edge does. I mean, Hangman's there. Hangman hasn't doing anything. Maybe Hangman gets into a program with one of them. That's true, too. Uh, Not yeah, Mox, though, because they've done that for a long time. Not that I have anything against it. They've just done it a lot. I, I think Mox is going to have a, a long title run, too. Because, I mean, Orange just had a long run. But it was like, there's going to be a big heel run with that title now. Yeah. And they mentioned a lot during the, the match that like Orange Cassidy's elevated it to like a level where it's competitive, competitive with the world title. Like maybe MJF is going to be in his Adam Cole storylines and not be defending the world title very True. much. So True. they're going to use the international title as kind of like, oh, this is the top title right now. It's a great point. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I want to see what happens. I'm going to give them the benefit totally, of the yeah. doubt. Like, I want to see what happened, but I, I was aggravated at the time. <laughs> hey, that's a, you're loud. <laughs> so, uh, anything okay. else? Big big week for Dynamite. Big um, week. To tomorrow night's Dynamite. Yes, they uh, announced. Uh, what's the announced so far? I'm not Chris, even Chris, sure. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara against, oh, yeah, Oz, against Ozzy, Ozzy Open. Open. Um, they have billed to, of course, several more matches. Uh, several more big matches. The the Grand Slam coming. There's a Grand Slam coming up. They have... Wrestle Dream coming up. Um, Man. Oh, what did they book? Darby Allen versus Nick Wayne in the tournament. Oh. That's okay. going to go somewhere. Yeah, that's and, definitely going to go somewhere. And Trent Beretta versus Roderick Strong in the tournament. Is this going to be one of those tournaments where they don't tell you who's in it until they <laughs> get yeah. to the final? <laughs> I, I like, they love, like, they're not they. Tony Khan loves best friends and Trent and uh, Chuck Taylor. But for some reason, like put like, ha- let them get a run. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they, they put them in all these high profile, like singles matches or like they'll be in a tag team battle Royal and they'll get really far. But like, I don't know. It just seems like they've never got a payoff. 
it's weird that they put them in like high profile singles matches because they're not like I right. thought they, they they could be they they they, they yeah give them a tag team title run for a while right yeah. like it's I don't need like Trent Beretta versus Roderick Strong Roderick Strong is gonna win like I don't right. need to, I don't need to see that match to know what's gonna happen but if they did best friends against um you know another tag team the guns the guns or something yeah then I don't know right. who's gonna win so then I want right. to see that yeah, yeah. I, that's interesting it's a good it point. Is. I also just saw, I was looking at AEW's Twitter uh, X feed, and they have, like, some quotes from wrestlers from All Out. Like, uh-huh. just stuff that say, Orange Cassidy's, I'm going to go lie down. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> and I'm Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase. <laughs> I'm that's... really upset they never made a shirt that said, I'm so tired, because I would have bought it. Yeah, that's a, God, have been a great shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just a white shirt that just says, I'm, said, so, I'm tired. so tired. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I would have bought that. Amazing. So, like, when is Grand Slam? Soon, right? 20th, I think. There you go. And then Wrestle Dream. The first. So, that's a lot. Oh, so, the, the big, the big summer, the big spring. I mean, not spring. It's almost fall. The big summer, yeah. the big fall of AEW is, is still going. Um, yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I love CM Punk as a wrestler. I love the stuff he did on, on screen. I think he's done a great job, you know, character-wise. His stuff in AEW has mm-hmm. been great. But I do hope that, like, that he's gone, and I hope it just kind of settles down. Because as much yeah. as we always talk about all, like, I send you a million Reddit yeah. threads about it, rumors <laughs> every day. But, like, as much as I love, not love, much as I read all the rumors and pay attention to them, I would just like to watch the shows and just have them yeah. be, be good shows. I so I, I hope that's uh, what we're at right now. I, I think we are I, uh, the pulling off the the pay per view and it having a hot crowd, having great matches. That that proves something. It, it there there's some unity in that locker room. Yeah, more than I think is led on to believe. And I mean, maybe now that they're facing some adversity, right? Like the adversity of like True. not only not only the stuff that happened backstage, but also the adversity of like, oh, okay, our, one of our big draws is gone. Right, we have to we have to do something. Maybe they, maybe it'll help. Like the AEW shows during the pandemic, which was like a terrible time, first of all, for everyone, but also right. a terrible time. If you're running a company that does live shows, um, really hard time. And they, man, they did great shows then. So yeah. maybe they need a bit of adversity. I don't know. And yeah. And, you know, hopefully someone takes the ball. And just starts running with it. Because we need somebody new to step up. Like MJF has been like a hell of a a baby face. But yeah, like one of the things. I hope it's it's not Mox or Jericho or Danielson. And not that I have anything against them. Like that they've done it already. I want it to be like a Ricky Starks or or Jay White or someone new. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think if you give one of these guys the chance i think someone is going to take the ball and run with it i know that's a bad analogy but <laughs> i mean it is uh, it is not good that punk is gone from like a booking standpoint right but but maybe it sort of is because now tony Khan has to find someone right like well that's true too one of the things that would you know people always talk about how wwf won the monday night war and the reason they created stars like or, or help push stars like Austin and The Rock and Triple H and Mick Foley and Kane and whoever. That was partially because Hogan and Savage and everybody right. went went to WCW. If right. if they hadn't like 
Yeah, we'd Austin st- wouldn't they, exist. Austin wouldn't exist because they'd still be booking Hogan and Savage and Kevin Nash, right? right? Like they they would because they had the option of booking. Right. Why would you not? Right? If you want to sell yeah. at WrestleMania, are you not going to put Hulk Hogan in it? If you have him there, of course you are. Right? So maybe this is a similar thing. Like they'll have now they have to push someone. They can't just count on oh we need a rating. Let's put CM Punk on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't get any better than that. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> But it's been a long time. So yeah. Anything else? I don't have anything, man. I'm I'm good to go. Like, share, are. subscribe, rate. Yes. Uh at Elite City Pod everywhere. Uh and thank you for just listening. Um Yes. It's we have fun doing this and we have fun interacting with y'all and hit us up on social media. And we have a Discord. If you hit us up on social media, we can invite you if you're interested. Yeah, it's um, pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we're over there a lot. Um, oh, before we go, uh, Luis, chill out, man. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I understand. Like, playing punk is one of my favorite wrestlers ever. So I totally yeah. understand, like, being yeah. down. But oh, like totally. I said, like, like I said to you when, when we were talking, like, Yarmar Yager, one of my favorite players yes. ever, like, got traded to, the, like, the Capitals and then played yes. on the fly. And like, that sucked. But, yeah. like, you, you, you kind of keep going. Yeah. And life goes on, man. It's... And, and hopefully Biddy comes back next week. Who? <laughs> I, I still didn't hear you broke up when you said it. I it's Biddy. Do you remember Biddy? Oh, Biddy. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. Biddy? She was she's on our podcast. Yes. Yeah, I that wasn't a bit. That was literally you <laughs> you breaking up and me not hearing you. And I'm like, I've no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> nice. But hopefully yeah. Biddy comes back. Yes, I agree. We miss Biddy. She yeah, promised totally. that she she promised that she listens to the podcast. So yeah. If wow. she gets to the point where you don't know who she is, <laughs> we'll know. Then, then we'll know she listened to the whole podcast. It's true. <laughs> it's so yeah, that was funny. Literally, every time you said her name, it just kept breaking up. And I was like, I have no idea. You're saying it. Gr- that's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. As always, it's been an interesting week. Uh, it's been an interesting like four days. So it, it, it'll get better. Um, but, you know, we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on watching. And The pay-per-view did make it. Yes. Like the, it was good that they had a pay-per-view this weekend because you're like, oh, no, wait, they still put on good shows. I remember. Yeah. And they're going to put on a, a good show tomorrow night, too. So, yes, we'll be there to watch it. So, everyone, take it easy. Have a good week. And until next week, later.